Okay, Boker Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We're on page Shin Ayin Beis. We've finished this chapter discussing learning Torah Lishma, but there is a very huge footnote that I want to look into. Really, it's on Shin Ayin Gimel is the footnote. We explained the simple level of Lishma, that means you're trying to get close to Hashem and the sign if that you have succeeded, a sure sign you exceeded is that Hashem fills you with that feeling of love from Hashem. And, uh, and we also said that if you're learning Lishma, it doesn't matter if you have personal success in your learning. The main goal is to feel this closeness to Hashem. So now in footnote Reish Mem Ches, the author tells us that there's many levels to what is called Lishma. And in addition to that first level we discussed yesterday, there is another level. And it really is based on a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. Mishnah Pirkei Avos says, someone who learns Torah Lishma is Zoha Ledvarim Harbei. He merits many things. Litvarim Harbe, many things. And not only that. And then it lists a whole bunch of things he merits. So the question is, why does it say you merit Dvarim Rab many things? And what's the and not only that, but all these other amazing things. So isn't that part of many things? So in the context of this discussion, he will deal with this idea. So, and therefore, he's going to say the main idea, and that's what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. I'll just read the one line in Hebrew. What the added benefit, this is more of the esoteric benefit. Torah, you're learning Torah, you enable to elevate the world to its roots. So this needs explanation. And the Arizal explains this idea of raising up the sparks. And he teaches us that with every mitzvah and every good thing we do, a person raises up sparks that up to Hashem, those sparks that had previously fallen. Now what are those sparks? Those sparks are really divine energy that is in everything. And that divine energy comes from the letters from which Hashem created those things that give it its light. And those letters are the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were. In other words, Hashem created the world through the Torah. And it was the letters of the Torah, as we call the spiritual periodical table, that Hashem, that is the, encapsulates that energy that creates everything in this world. Now, what is what are we talking about? So let's continue on with this bracket over here. And um, all, all this idea that Rizal talks about, to have in mind the holy names of Hashem, all that is, is really the divine energy that is within those letters. And therefore, when he says to be, have kavona, it means to connect to those letters and connect them to divine energy that is revealed in them. And therefore, 
you are trying to bring uh, you tr with those words. You're trying to bring those nitzotzos uh, in a in a more perfect way to be used in this world. So if we're talking about all the letters, which are the combination that creates the spiritual energy of that which exists, then it's easier to connect to the Avoda and to the light of Hashem. Because you understand you're really doing a lot of constructive work. And he says that really is the reality of creation. We're just taking all the divine letters put together that enable the spiritual energy to allow this item to exist. Now here's the problem. When a person sins with a certain object, so let's say you're eating food without blessing Hashem. Or let's say you're, you're stealing money. Whatever, you are using an object in terms of a sin. You're using your computer to sin. Or whatever, whatever you are using to sin. Okay? Then those letters that were influencing the energy for them to exist, it's so to speak, they fall and they get concealed. Their light gets concealed and they don't get connected to the eternal light. Let's give a poor analogy. When you talk about nuclear power plants, what happens if there's a, a leak in the power plant? All that energy is wasted and it goes in a place that's very destructive. So that's the same idea. Those letters, so to speak, have fallen out of their place. And they're not connecting spiritually that they were meant to. The world is totally connected by the spiritual energy. And one should sense that connection that exists there. But when a person sins with an object then there's a concealment in that object. That object is not doing the will of Hashem. And it says, if those sparks have fallen into the wrong place. So that's a damaged world. So now when a person learns the letters of the Torah, and he has in mind to reveal through the power of his learning, the light of those letters, he causes that those combination of letters that have fallen because of sins can now return and connect to their source and root to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that is called Limud Lishma, learning Lishma, meaning for the sake of the holy letters. That's the root of creation. To elevate them back to their place to Hashem. And therefore you're elevating everything that was created from that letter. Wow. So that's going on. Big, big time when you're learning Torah with that kavana for all the letters that have fallen out of place. And unfortunately, there's billions and billions of letters that have fallen out of their place. Now, we don't know which letter of what you're learning in the Torah connects to what letter that has fallen out of place, but those are making repairs. And therefore, raising up those letters that have fallen are done dafka through learning of Torah. Because since the Torah is the source of those letters, remember, Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world. And therefore, the 22 letters, which are called the Osios Torah, that is what is all the energy source. Since the Torah is the source for the letters, there's the power in learning the Torah properly 
to bring those letters from the places that they fell to their source that's holy. And therefore, those very letters that people sinned with them and were fell into the klipos, we don't see the divine light from them. Now, when a person's learning these letters of the Holy Torah, since those letters of the Torah are the source of those letters that fell, so therefore, they, when they are now revealed in a way of learning Torah and the revealing godliness, that causes all the detail of those letters to elevate from their state of being fallen, and they now receive that light in the proper way. Yeah. So the big buzzword which most people use nowadays, tikkun olam or whatever, probably this is one way of doing it. Well, he, well, yeah, that's for sure. That's the real tikkun olam, the spiritual world. Yeah, yeah. But it will it'll happen in many other ways as well. Now, he continues and says, because through a person learning that letter of the Torah properly, he is revealing the divine nature of it. And now he's pulling a return of that portion of the letter that fell from concealment, he brings it to revelation. Or it could be through others. It could be uh, through others, and he elevates others to their place because he's taking that letter in its detail from a situation of not being revealed to a situation revealed. So now when a person merits to elevate those letters that fell to their roots... He is now elevating everything that evolves from them because the sources of their creation are coming from that letter. And now he repairs everything because everything got dark through the sins that happened and the letter fell because they've been influenced and they become blemished through that falling. And now they all are elevating themselves. And therefore, that's the deeper meaning of the Mishnah Perkayavos, sixth chapter, first Mishnah. Halome Torah Lishma, one who learns Torah Lishma, Zoha Ledvarim Harbe merits many things, but now it doesn't only mean things, it means words. It means that someone who raises the letters that fall merits to elevate not only the lower letter levels, but the words themselves, the higher levels, which is a greater quality that happens. And if a person learns that way, and as Kavonan is learning to elevate the letters that have fallen through the learning of those letters and to reveal Hashem in the letters that have been used in the wrong way, and the whole world now that was created from those letters, everything ascends and someone like that, then they say, they go list the virtues. And such a person is called He's called one who loves Hashem. Because if you really love Hashem, you will learn without any other kavana, but only what to repair the world that's been destroyed. Right? And that's why you want to give Hashem pleasure. Hashem says, look, look what I have given the potential create. And now what have people done with the energy? They've created a Frankenstein's monster. And now you want you are trying to repair that monster. And that's the truest, most complete love that you can give to Hashem, that you don't consider yourself at all, right? 
but you love your Father in heaven, and all your thoughts are how can I make him happy and sanctify his name. And that's why he is merited to be called a beloved one, and Hashem loves him. And love means a sense of connection. Hashem connects to him and rests upon him and reveals the light, the higher light, to him. And every Jew, when he learns, can elevate all of creation and connect it back all to Hashem. And therefore, Hashem can now be revealing more of his light into the world. So obviously, when you take a look at that, what am I accomplishing when I'm saying these letters? A person has a tremendous joy and pleasure with every letter he learns. Because if he understands that with his learning, he's connecting to Hashem, not only himself, but the entire creation gets reconnected. And everything that has fallen and has been concealed and conceals God's honor is now returned to be revealed. There can be no greater pleasure than that. For example, no greater pleasure can you give the king than bringing back his captive prince. And that's really what's happening. Those letters have been in captivity and you're releasing them. So it's a great act of heroism. Okay, so now a person should reflect how many times a person sees in the world Chil Hashem and your heart is pained over that. And you can't change the reality. You see, you know, we can't do everything in this world. We are not, quote unquote, the power brokers of the world. We see you have a, for example, an Israeli government. Hopefully it's going to get better now. But until now, I created tremendous Chalashem, giving m- millions and millions of Shkolem to the reform movement, allowing to have these women at the wall. It's all Chalashem that there's nothing, we can't stop it. There's certain things in the world we cannot stop. Cannot stop all the abortions in the world that creates Chalashem. So you say, what can I do? I'm helpless. He says, No. That if you learn Torah properly, he can repair the Chil Hashem and the concealment of the world and to reveal it. To realize how powerful is the Torah to repair everything and how much we should invest in learning Torah with great simcha. And therefore, he says on page Shinai and Hey, how much a person has to value every letter that he learns. Because with every letter... Many things are dependent on it. And that's what it means. To repair so many things. It's your schos. If you learn Lishma. And how joyful a person should be in, 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 in valuing this. And if you know that you have a great cheshek, a great desire to elevate more of the world. And therefore... You learn with enthusiasm, without being broken, without any listening to any arguments of the Yetzirah that says, you know what the Yetzirah says, how much do you really understand? How much do you remember? And all kinds of questions that cause a weakness in your learning. And the Yetzirah is saying, listen, you don't accomplish anything with your learning. But someone who merits to look at the learning of his Torah in an inner aspect so he knows, Every word that he learns properly, he brings 
tens of thousands of things back to its place, and he's giving Hashem incredible joy. And therefore, when you feel that way, you're going to feel all the time how worthwhile it is to learn and to grab any word that you can. Sometimes the air says, well, you only have five minutes. What are you going to do with five minutes? In five minutes, you could be a ton. Even if you're just Maver Sedra on an air of Shabbos, you're reading the words, but with a Kavana that I'm trying to repair Hashem's world, even though I don't know how it happens, but I believe that it happens. And the truth is, he not only does a person elevate those sparks and those letters above, but he causes all the souls that are rooted in those letters to arouse to do tshuva because there's a revelation of godliness in everything in those roots. And this is an important idea. A lot of people say you have to do kiruv, and it's true. But not everybody's talented in that area. You have to have a certain uh, character, uh, charisma, to uh, to uh, connect with other people and get them back to Hashem. And they say, I don't have time to get into the whole details, but just like Avram had the personality to go out and be Makar of the world, Yitzhak did it. But Yitzhak's learning of Torah, just the learning of Torah. So you have to understand, when people go out to do Kirov and they're successful, Certainly they're making the effort that's necessary. But the success of their efforts depends on people sitting and learning and are not even associating with secular people. When they're learning Torah, to say, I want to, don't forget, it's not just objects that the sparks go out, it's people themselves. When a person does an affair, what happens to the sparks of his soul? They, they fall down. So when Torah is learned properly, some of those sparks wake up and now there's somebody trying to be Makar of him and all of a sudden it works. That's the incredible thing over there. And therefore he says, really, with every, uh, let's say now, this is a very high level of Lishma where you're not thinking about yourself but your love for Hashem and because of that great desire to elevate those sparks that have fallen. But take take what you can. Learn the best you can with vacas and holiness. Have some kavana according to your levels that through your learning, you are returning to Hashem everything that has fallen in the place that it shouldn't be into. This explains the famous story with the Chafetz Chaim, as we've mentioned a few times. There was a, a fundraising meeting uh, to build a hospital in Radin, and the wealthy people were donating money to the equivalent of beds that they'd need in the hospital. This one donated uh, 50 beds, this one 10 beds. So then they turned to the Chafetz Chaim and says, no, and they said it in a sarcastic way. No, how many beds are the Yeshiva Bachrim giving? And they know they couldn't because they had no money. So Chafetz Chaim said 100 beds. So they, they laughed. They said, what are you talking about? They don't have any money. Because you don't understand, the learning that they do causes that people shouldn't get sick. If you don't get sick, you don't need any beds. So that's what we have to remember, how, how valuable it is that people who learn Torah for the right reason are very valuable commodities in this world. And we don't have enough of them in this world. So this is the 
the mamish, the deepest level of Torlishma. Now, so therefore, it doesn't excuse us from not trying our best to understand what we're learning. But we got to realize if you're saying, I know, I'm not sure what I'm accomplishing. I'm saying these letters for the purpose because Hashem is holy. The letters are holy. They can even be beyond what, but I'm, I'm learning it in a holy way. I'm learning it in a respectful way. And I have full confidence that Hashem knows what he's doing. You know you're making Hashem happy. And eventually Hashem will bring you that feeling of closeness to him. And that really, I didn't mention it in the last couple of classes, but when we're learning Torah on Shabbos, that's why others firm say the real main Torah you should focus on is Panemius Torah, the inner core of Torah. Because that really is the source of appreciating the light of HaKadosh Baruch Okay, so we do that. We do Chazorah review to not strain ourselves so much. But every word you say, every word of Torah you say, and that's why it's important not just to scan. You have to say it. Say the letters. When you're saying the letters, now you're bringing out the energy as opposed to just looking at it. Torah is not a looking Torah. It's a saying Torah, just like davening. You're talking to Hashem. When I say certain words, any words, Bereshis, those letters are jumping around and looking for a place to make repairs. And you might say, well, we've probably repaired enough by now. You have to figure, no, it's an uphill battle. There's too many people sinning that need so much constant repair that we create that repair for that. So that um, ends that topic. We've got a few minutes, so let's now shift into another essay that is called Panemius Isur Malacha, the inner concept of the prohibition of not doing certain activities on Shabbos. That many of us look at it as you can't, you can't, you can't. So it gives just a, a brief essay just uh well no it's uh matter of fact he's got what i think two, two chapters on this and uh very I- interesting ideas that he's saying starting on page shin ayin zion he says hashem has given us the gift of shabbos it is a day of awesome light it is the light of the covenant between hashem and us upon which we are commanded to delight and honor, as it says in Yeshaya, Vikarasa le Shabbos, you will call Shabbos Oneg, a delight, and also, and you will call le Kadosh Havaya, to Hashem's holy day, you will call it Mechubad, honored. So you will call the Shabbos a delight, and you'll call it an honored day. So that's one aspect of Shabbos. That's what we call the positive aspect of Shabbos. But there's a losase aspect of Shabbos. They have to be careful from doing work on Shabbos. And Hashem is very particular about that uh, uh, adherence and how important it is. As it says in the Torah, Ushmartem as a Shabbos, you will safeguard the Shabbos. Because it's holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it will surely be put to death. And it says, Anyone who does any work on Shabbos 
That soul gets cut off from amongst the nation. So now, that's pretty important. And just like anything in the Torah, there's halachas of Shabbos, and there's inner reasons, and it's important to understand it. Even though you got to do mitzvahs without understanding it. But if you merit to understand a little bit behind it, that gives us a feeling of a connection and feel some vitality when we're doing it. So let's explain a little bit what's this idea of the negative aspect as opposed to just the positive. The positive, you're trying to connect. You're trying to be dovuk to Hashem. That avoda brings the light out. But what's the idea of the negative? So the essence of the inner aspect of Shabbos, we've already said, is the time to reveal the light of the infinite light of Hashem, where we can comprehend that. And because of that, we can now understand why we're not allowed to do work. Because why does a person need to do work during the week? Because Hashem wants us to do things to make it look like the world works by nature. When I do something and I build something and I construct something, it does cause a a little concealment of the unity of Hashem because it looks like from an external view that the person's doing it and he's concealing the truth that Hashem is doing it all. So why would Hashem want us to do that? So he says, Hashem says to us in the Torah, Six days, your work will be done. Why? Because during the seven days, Hashem wants things to be done. To make it look like it's really nature, as if man really does this. Why? So it'll be a test. And that will be elevated and strengthened in Amunah. So what is our avoda during the six days of the week? It is not to be fooled after what our eyes externally see to say that we have accomplished something. But rather we have to clarify and reveal that the truth is everything's only Hashem and man's actions are only a tool to reveal the actions of Hashem and a person's only an agent or a, or a pipeline to reveal the light and the flow that Hashem brings into the world. In other words, when a person goes over and say, wow, you did a great job, Romeo, at work, you say, you just say, it was all God. And they can say, what are you talking about, Romeo? What did, I didn't see God here. So you say, I definitely see God. God is pulsating through me. God's giving my mind to work. It's all God. So to be careful, they'll say, okay, so we'll write a check to God. So you say, you are. I'm just taking it for him. Okay, so but that, that's the real idea. And that's the Avodah. That's the Kiddush Hashem. Where we take that which looked so removed from Hashem and say, no, that is all part of Hashem. It's not a big trick in a shul to show that Hashem exists. I mean, nowadays it is anyway. But to go out into the slime pits of Parnassah and show it's all God. That's a great Kiddush Hashem. And therefore, in footnote, Reish Memtes... But that clarification only comes when a person acts properly. And everything you do is according to the Torah and Amuna, Because that's when you reveal and clarify that you know the truth that everything is Hashem and all the actions of man don't make a difference. For example, when a person is honest in business and he doesn't cheat and his weights are accurate and his word is a word, what does he show? 
that he knows that money and parnasa is only from Hashem and it doesn't matter if you're going to cheat or steal. All efforts are not helpful. And that's hinted in the Pasuk when it says, Shesha Shomim, six days, Te'o The work should be done. It doesn't say, Ta'a you shall do work. Meaning the work shall be done. It's, it's being done on its own. And we're not doing, it's not six, seven, six days you will work, but rather six days the work gets done. How? By Hashem and not by us. Okay, we'll stop it over here. We've got a little bit more to go on that. But that is the yesod of that. So we understand how valuable our Torah learning is today and how important it is not to desecrate the Shabbos. Well, we're leading up to that. We haven't got to that punchline, but we understand what the work for the six days is. Okay, everybody have a good Erev Shabbat. Shabbos.